What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Growing Together podcast. My name is Kaylin. And I'm Kyra. And we're here to walk with you through life, faith, relationships, and money. Do we look like money, y'all? <laughs> Do we look like money? All of y'all who are watching us on the video version, is this the video version? Or is this just like the Kaylin and Kyra show? This well, is how it is now. I don't know. That's a little bit of foreshadowing. We'll see. How do you like being on camera? How do you like being seen right now? This is what I do. Oh, you do this? Yes, so look literally. Like, look like you do this then. I do. Okay. Broadcaster? What the? Broadcast journalism? <laughs> Y'all, if you don't know, if you're uh, listening to the traditional feed, guys, we uh, folded. We told y'all, though. We told y'all that there's a 40% chance that we're going to end up on video. Mm-hmm. And here we are. There was a lot of reasons why we decided not to do video in the first place. I mean, starting, I mean, we kind of launched the podcast on a whim. Like we were supposed to launch it back in 2018 when Mm -hmm. we first got this equipment. And then about two weeks before our book came out, we were just like, you know what? Um, It's time. It's time. We need to do it. You know, let's do it. I want like a long form place that we can speak at length about the things that we were talking about in the book, Mm -hmm. which I mean, honestly, do y'all see the book right there? Do we look like money, y'all? Like, I feel like I have a talk show. Hey, I'm Kaylin. <laughs> no, no handshake. I'm goofy. Okay. A little bit. Um, yeah, we got the book right there. And it's about life, faith, relationships, and money. And if you've listened to the beta version of our podcast, if you're an OG potty talk, pot squad, then you know all the things that we get into. You just haven't seen with your eyes what we be getting into and how we be looking as we go back. And oh, forth. and we definitely don't look like this normally. Oh, you don't think so? Normally, when we record the podcast, it's at night, sometimes, and not bathed. Why are you acting like I just got a haircut or something? You did. <laughs> Literally, this is like day one haircut. And that's the, I think the big issue with having like a video version yes. is like, you want to look like something, but then the whole idea behind having a video podcast is, not a video podcast, but a podcast in general, especially coming from video um, being video creators is you want to have a low lift mm-hmm. and the podcast is such a low lift because you're not on video and you can record it yeah. whenever. You don't really have to look presentable. You could just do it whenever you could even do it while you're like out traveling. Yeah. But we did our first episode, I think July 29th, 2021. And like we said, we did it uh, in anticipation of our book launch and Looking back in retrospect, I'm glad that we just jumped in and did it because knowing me, I would have gotten paralysis in the analysis and delayed the launch of it for probably another year. I mean, guys, we've been sitting well, on that's this. that's what we did because we did actually record an episode like just, you know, on the fly back when we lived in California and we were like. It was trash. No. It was trash. No, honey, this ain't it. I think it was trash because I was trying to talk to them. When I realized that the podcast is really just a conversation between us. Right. Like, I'm not here to perform a film, you know? <laughs> um, and we, I mean, just shared a story that I feel like was just boring. Like, it was a story that we probably covered in the book, but we weren't talking about it on the podcast like we spoke about it in the book. So that, like, made it boring. But, um, yeah, we launched it July 29th. We were s- consistent for six months straight. I'm talking through COVID, through traveling. Like, we didn't miss. Mm-mm. 
we missed one week, but then we made up for it and double uploaded <laughs> another one. So like we didn't miss y'all. And on December 13th, 2021, we decided to end the preseason because December. did you say December? December. Yeah. I thought you said December. Your boy just, you know, we feel like we put on our, our grown man. Pants. I mean, these aren't grown man pants that I have on. Now I can actually, we can roast each other. Cause these aren't grown man pants anymore. The pants I have on are like way too skinny. Cause you know, him and his thighs have grown. So I'm going to need some new ones, but yeah, we put on our big boy pants, big girl pantalones. And we've decided, you know, I think we're ready for the big leagues. I think we're ready for season one, episode one with video. No, oh. not with video. Then we did season one, episode one. Oh yeah. <laughs> On January, no, February 1st, February 1st or something like that. And I should, I should add in our last episode, we said that we weren't going to come back the last episode of the preseason. We're not going to come back until what was it? Um, end of Q1. Yeah. Because, you know, we need some time to get our set right. You know, got to get our stuff out of storage. <laughs> you know how we want this video to be all that. And, you know, there's some pressure. Mm-hmm. We had to come back a little bit earlier than we anticipated. But I ain't mad at nobody. You know, we we grown and we're the boss of ourselves. But Kyra is not going to get ran over by this bus. I'm not going to throw her under the bus. Kyra knew. Kyra be discerning, y'all. You need to start listening to Kyra. You need to. <laughs> Kyra knew that we shouldn't have came back yet. Um, but we did anyway. And we came back too soon. We did. We didn't have video. And just all over the place. A mess. mess. I mean, it wasn't really that much of a mess, but I feel like we just needed a little bit more time to finalize some decisions Mm -hmm. and without feeling forced or like making rash decisions of like, okay, well, we think we should do this. So let's do it. Let's just do it. And it's like, no, 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 no. Sometimes you just need to sit in it. Right. Just think. Sometimes the only thing that can really help is time passing Mm -hmm. by. And Kyra's really good at knowing when to cut the fat. Like not only like when she's cooking, Cause you know, she'll cut the fat off of chiclets, but, um, she also knows how to cut the fat out of our business because I'm the type of person who, I mean, I'm the ideation is always going like always, I can get myself into some stuff. Oh, this, okay. This like perfectly sums you up. I feel like, okay. So we're putting this whole set together, right? I told Kaylin exactly what we need, exactly what to get. He comes back from storage with extras why, why are you going off of script? Why are you acting like I, I wrote the script for you? And I, he FaceTimed me while he was there and it slightly showed something. I said, Oh, you what? won't, you won't say it louder. You're afraid of that voice cracking. <laughs> Go ahead. Sing it. Stop. <laughs> uh, what was that? He's like, Oh no, nah, I just, I just grabbed it, you know, just in case. Blah, 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 blah. And so last night I let, I just let you do your thing. And just completely went off script. I said, fine. That's it wasn't fine. off script. I mean, it's in our storage. We bought it. And I figured we might as well use it. Because, y'all, as much as we paying for the storage, like, look, it was supposed to be short-term storage. So all the stuff that's in there, we're paying, like, $300 a month for the storage, right? It's been two years. That's so I'm starting wild. to calculate, like, hold up. This math is really not mathing. And it's really not in our budget to be paying this rent for the stuff that we bought and what it's coming out to at the end of this however long it's going to be in there is going to be worth way more than this we, we should have just sold could this. have literally bought every single thing we have in there 
New again. Yeah. Just sold it. And then with that money. That we saved from not having storage. Yeah. That hurted. It's okay. But yeah. So I'm just trying to make use of um, the stuff that we have. And yeah. So, you know, we set up this little set. I don't know if this is going to be the one. I'm thinking we need a neon sign, you guys. What don't do you think? think the neon signs might be basic, though? I feel like they are a little bit outdated, but I see a lot of podcasts still do it. Really? I, so I what want should we one. Do, guys, like what? Like what's like a new updated something we could put right here? Like I feel like growing together like a green neon would like really like, would look really cute. I feel like we need real plants. One. Yes. And then neon. Yeah. Kyra doesn't want to donate her plants to the podcast, y'all. Oh, no, for the I record. will. I will. I will. But you see, my resolution, my New Year's resolution, was to get rid of all fake plants. And what do you do? What? You brought uh, another uh, uh, fake uh, plant uh, in. Uh, uh, I know we ain't. I know we ain't. We ain't about to do that. We ain't about to do that. You did. Don't make me put Kiki as a sound on here for every time you try and do that. <laughs> we should, actually. <laughs> we need not going to do it. We need Kiki. Only the OG Potty Talk Pie Squad know what we're talking about. But we need that as a sound. Mm-hmm. So I, that way I can do the button. Okay, so what are you saying? What are you, why are you doing that to me? Um, because we bought that plant. Don't just try and act like that, 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 that's not needed no more. It's not. It's, it is. No. It's not. It's not. It's not. Babe, you're right. But I definitely have a vision. I, I definitely have a vision. But are you going to get a real tree? We can get a real tree. We need a real tree. Okay. Okay. Can you keep a real tree alive? I'm not trying to insult you. I'm not even trying to come for you. Do you feel confident enough in your green thumb to keep a real tree alive? Yes. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't look at me like that. Like you ain't killed no plants before. I've killed one plant. You count the succulents as a plant or is they just kind of like That barely... was literally five years ago. But is that more than one plant? I don't know. I, just, I don't I, count anything I killed five years ago. Apparently I can't count. Anyway, so guys, what do y'all think of the set? Um, I don't know even know like I don't know how long we're even gonna be in this building anymore, but it's kind of a vibe. I'm feeling it. The only thing is these chairs are usually uncomfortable, but like did we get taller or something? Because mine is low key comfortable. Yeah, I feel like if I had a little bit of lumbar support, it would be better. Mine's low key. I'm like, okay, be easy, be easy. (laughs) Um and then okay, so real plants, lights. No, no, not lights, real plants, neon lights. Or something, chairs. something cute to go right here. Oh, we need a rug. Oh yeah, we do need a rug. And yeah, we need a house. Honestly, that's we need what a house. I need. We need a house. I'm not buying nothing though. Um, we told y'all that we had sold a lot of stuff last year, including Bitcoin. Um, today, actually, the Fed is having an emergency meeting to probably lift the prime rates, and that affects everything from credit card interest rates to mortgage rates to car loans. When there's, when there's a higher interest rate, there's a restriction of credit because money costs more to borrow. And that typically, typically makes the, um, the monthly costs go up. And then that makes people stop borrowing. Pretty indicative of a recession, basically, because people aren't going to be spending as much money because cost, stuff costs more. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we get a little correction in the housing market. So typically for every 1% mortgage rates go up, the housing market goes down by 10%. And over the past two years, like when we first moved out here, Kyra was actually saying this earlier. um, We moved to Texas from California. The whole 
story they tell you is, oh, when you go to Texas, you're going to be able to get a big old house mansion. It's yes. going to be cheap. All this. I was literally, yeah, exactly. I was telling Kayla yesterday, I was like, you know what? The, the, the dream I was sold is not the dream I got when I got here. You know, like everybody said, oh, you're going to be able to get such a big house, like half the price in California. And I'm not even like, I'm not even wanting a 5,000 square foot house. You know, I just want three. Yeah, right. <laughs> you need, you don't have to duplicate this 35? whole family. 35? 35? What are you going to do there? A plant room? Well, we need. You like, want an arboretum or what is it? Arboretum? Maybe. Okay. Maybe you're getting on. You're onto something there. Um, But yeah, no, you know, nothing too much. How about you just get a she shed? Why can't you do that? Maybe a greenhouse. Maybe. You build it for me. With these guns? Yeah. I could do that for you. Could you really? Yeah. I don't think I've course. ever seen you build anything. You haven't been around very long. <laughs> you don't think you've seen me build anything? Like like outdoor things. Like outdoorsy things, you know? I used to when I was younger. I mean, we haven't really had the opportunity, so. I used to when I was younger. But yeah. like, actually, let's let's do that when we get a house. I was gonna say I don't get my hands dirty. Um, I'd rather hire somebody to do that. I don't think I'm really a builder either, though. I think that I I do want to embrace being more down to earth again, though. Yeah. Because there's something about being outside, y'all. We're gonna wrap up this point on the houses real quick, and then we're gonna talk about the importance of being outside. Just real quick, just just real quick. So these houses, mm-hmm. no way in the world we need a five thousand square foot home. No that, way, probably even saying. in the world that we need a three thousand square foot home. We have four people. We have four people. Did you know, back in the day, the average house size was like twelve hundred square feet. I know, but now I feel like a lot of more a lot more people work from home. And look at our workspace right now. Yeah, it's functional. Do you sleep in here? Do you eat in here? No. You want a room for everything you want to do. You want a, a room to paint your toenails. You want a room to change your socks, and that's just not practical. That's not true. Because you still got to heat and cool those things. And it's just like, why? I spend all of my time at home. Why? Because I love it. This is why we need to talk about getting outside. <laughs> so hopefully the housing prices, I mean, homes have pretty much appreciated across the country by like 30%. So if we can get them down a little bit, that would be great. Um, so yeah, moving on. Um, so Kyra and I have been going outside a lot more and it's just so important. Like six months ago, we made a video talking about high guy of a rat. And we actually made that video and then a few months later ended up in a rut again and didn't take our own advice until this past week. And we've been going outside more. Let me tell you all something about that sun. That sun will get you the best sleep ever. Like, oh, my goodness. Been going to the park with the boys. Ain't a lot of time. Ain't a lot of time. An hour. 45 minutes. You, you stay hour. in that sun for 45, you're going to be sleepy. And I... <laughs> Um, one day I took a nap in the sun, went to the park, and then we went somewhere else after that. By the end of the day, I was like, I literally feel like I've been outside all day. I don't know what, you know, what like the percentage of UV rays you're actually getting or whatever, whenever you, if you take a nap in the sun, but you're indoors, but you're like right by your window. But the sun is like there. Like I was really warm. Yeah. But I wonder if it has the same effect. I don't know. It's I still just, vitamin D, right? It's vitamin D. Vitamin D, right? Not you. Mm. Man, that stuff is good. It's good. Yeah. My sleep was fire. But um yesterday we were reminiscing on the place we used to live and there was like a little pond. Would it be a pond, lake? 
not lake. Pond. Like Let's call pond. it a pond. I think they call it ponds here. Yeah, there was like a pond and there was a walking, you know, you could walk around it. And like every day, right at sunset, everybody would be outside doing their walk, doing their run. And I was just telling Caitlin, like, that was so, so nice to have because it was so easy to just go outside because I don't know, it just seemed like it was like the perfect setup. Like you're supposed to do it. And I kind of miss it. I it don't know. Really, I, miss I, it. I remember when I first started to go like into a rut around quarantine and you literally dragged me out of the house. I was wearing Kai Kai and a baby wrap. And do we go to Fort Worth? No. no. We just walked around the pond. Okay. I, I have a picture from that day. I think it was. No. I feel like it was like somebody's birthday or something. I can't remember. But we walked around and I really didn't want to, but I was like, wait, I think that really worked. Yeah. Just being outside. Yeah. Getting the air. Also, it was different over there. Like the air is different. The sounds, the smells, it's just different. Um, but yeah, I was actually over there where we used to live last night and it's a different place at night. It that area, we didn't know Texas when we first moved here and I ended up over there and you know, Kyra, look at these apartments. They're so nice. And the apartments were nice. Many were. Years, a year later, they started tripping. I mean, when you ever have a neighbor banging on your ceiling or on your floor or whatever, with a broomstick? Like, that's Dog what we should have known. in the hallways, like, all the time. Coyotes trying to nibble on your ankles. We should have known. <laughs> One time, there was a man that just straight walked out of the door with a was gun. It, was it a rifle? Like, yeah. on his shoulder? Yeah. I said, I'm sorry. Little, I'm new here. Little, um, can you put that away, please? <laughs> a little proud boy walking in front of us. <laughs> boy, you, that's a rifle. Hunting Literally. rifle. What I, I was shook. I was, I was shocked. Where are you hunting at? It was in the middle of the city. Middle of the metro. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing with that? And we just tip our hat to him. I guess that has happened in Texas. We ain't know nothing about nothing so but yeah i was over there and it was super sketchy at night um oh we got kicked out yeah well um and that was fine because our neighbor underneath us i don't know he was on something this is better for us now we have the concrete our kids like i recognized a few days ago that our kids literally can jump from the couch they could do whatever they want in here and no complaints not a single one yeah i think everyone's happier yeah now. now is the i guess segment of the podcast where we share a little bit of what we've learned this week. I mean, after all, the podcast is called Growing Together. So, Kyra, from last Tuesday to this Tuesday, this Thursday, since we missed, what have you learned? What have you grown in off, off, off the top of your head, Ooh. off the dome ski? Okay, two things. The first thing, yesterday I was in a little bit, you know, I, w- I was kind of having a weird day. And at one, okay, actually maybe three things. One thing I don't know if other people feel this way or if it's just me because, you know, I don't really have friends yet. So we're working on it. Um, so I can't really. Ooh, shot. I I can't really. No, no, no shots taken. It's just, you know, it's life. Um, it's living in a new state. But anyway, um, I'm like, is this, is this life? Is this adulthood where your life does kind of ebb and flow? You know, like sometimes you're just doing great. You're really on top of it. And then sometimes maybe for a day, maybe a few days, maybe a week, you just kind of feel off and you're, there's nothing that's happened. There's really no reason, but you just feel eh, something's not right. Does it ever happen to you? Does it happen to me? Okay. But I'm, I wonder if it happens to other people. 
like one day you're fine. And the next day you're like, I just like something feels wrong. And I know there's like a bunch of like productivity hacks and things you can do to like fix it. But I find that even when I try to do things to fix it, it don't really fix it all the way. Like there's still that lingering feeling. And then even the next day I'll wake up and I still kind of feel that lingering feeling. That was me yesterday. And it just makes me think, I wonder if people feel that way too, because I feel like I see a lot of people being very, very productive, like especially recently. I don't know if it's because the new year, people are just like, you know, on their grind, but I'm like, uh, do you ever feel this way? Like, do you ever kind of go into a rut? Okay. That's my first thought. Um, and I think it's normal. Can I ask you a follow-up question? Sure. Does it make it worse? The rut I'm talking about, does it make the rut worse when you feel like unseen? Cause you, you said something earlier and I was just like, what? why would you expect that out of me? When you're not feeling well, when you're feeling depressed, do you expect other people to know that you're not really having a good day? And if they don't, does it make you feel even worse? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm not seen. Matter of fact, no one is paying attention to me. Oh, uh, no, I don't think, well, I guess if my rut is because I feel unseen, then yeah, that would probably make it worse. But I feel like if I'm having a kind of bad day, I do feel like I do expect you to kind of just go the extra inch mm-hmm. to like, you know, be there for me. I'm glad I went the extra 80 miles this week for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. You're very sweet. Oh, no, 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 usually, but y'all know it was our anniversary week. So like quite like literally I went the extra 80 miles for Kyra to get some ramen. But it's cool though. It's cool though. Never rush our traffic. And it's not interesting too, because it was the day after our anniversary that I was kind of like, I don't know, like something feels weird. I, maybe it's because I was like on such a high from our anniversary. Like I was so happy, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I literally cannot put words to it. I do not know why I feel the way that I feel sometimes. It just, I just wake up and I feel that way. And sometimes I try not to like wallow in it and sit in it. Like last night I was like, okay, maybe I just need to take control of my space. Maybe it's just a little bit too messy in here. And I just feel uncomfortable in my own home. I love being home. Maybe that's my problem. So I did a bunch of cleaning and actually it helped a lot. And so maybe that's one of those like productivity hacks, but the feeling was still kind of lingering. So it didn't clear it hundred percent, but today I feel a lot better. Well, this morning I kind of still felt a little bit. Um, and then now I think I'm back to normal. But that's you should say silencio Bruno. Oh, like the, but I wasn't even having any negative self-talk. It was literally just a feeling. Okay. Second thing I've learned. Wait, shoot. I forgot the second one. Okay, third thing I'm learning, or third thing. I've oh, how you gonna skip the second one? The third one could have been because the second. I don't remember. I had it in my mind. I think I need my iPad. I was reading in First Samuel, and I read a really- that Old Testament flags right there. <laughs> okay, listen to me. Okay, I thought I just it was a very sweet story. Okay, so, and also we have a friend, or we have a couple friends back in California. And they had named their daughter Hannah. And I knew that Hannah was the biblical name. Like I knew Hannah's in the Bible, but I think I'd forgot the story around it. So I didn't really think anything of it. But then today I'm reading about Hannah and I was just very like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. Because um, apparently Hannah is the only woman that like in the Bible to ever go to, I wish I had my notes right now, but I believe go to the tabernacle to pray. And the fact that she was the only woman to do that meant that she like really had a very intimate relationship with God. She was also um, unable to have kids. Like she just couldn't get pregnant. And her husband had two wives. She was one of the two. And of course his other wife 
was having like a ton of kids and would make wow. her feel awful about it and like would bully her. Um, so Hannah, instead of like, you know, yelling at her husband, like there's, um, documentation, I guess, of other women in the Bible, like really getting upset with their husbands because they are barren and unable to have kids. But Hannah instead goes to God and prays. And that just shows that she had a really intimate relationship with God and actually knew who he was like personally and her prayer. Okay. So at the time having kids and being a mom and being a wife was just like of the utmost importance. Like it gave you like a high, like people view, viewed you highly for having children. And so the fact that, so she's praying this prayer outside and, um, the priest hears her and he thought she was drunk because of how like, I guess, honest her prayer was like the fact that she was so passionate about it. He literally thought she was drunk and she was like, no, I'm not drunk. Like I just want to have a child so badly. And she basically said, Lord, if I get pregnant, then I'll dedicate this child to you. And I don't know. I just thought it was really pretty. And her name is Hannah and we have a friend who named their daughter Hannah. And I just thought that was like sweet. So what do you take away from that? I Why is that? What is that something? I want to be Hannah. <laughs> Are you not? Hannah? I, I want to be. Well, I would say I am in a way, but like, I just thought it was really sweet that she's the only woman recorded in the Bible to go to the tabernacle to actually, it's not the tabernacle. I don't know why I'm calling it that. I can't remember what Temple? the name of it. No. I can't remember the name right now. Tabernacle? Is it the tabernacle? You're right. I think I might be right. But anyway, I just thought that was really cool. Sounds like she's the only woman recorded to do that in the Bible. I think that um, Hannah sounds like a woman that was after God's heart. Yeah. And I think that you are. I think you are. And she didn't go to her husband and like, you know, yell at him or get mad at him. She just went straight to God knowing that he would care for her and he would protect her and he would hear her out. Whether, whether she got the answer she wanted or not. I thought that was sweet. So how could you apply your number three lesson? Because you can't remember number two, yeah, apparently. How could you apply number three to number one? Well, I feel like when I'm having a rut or a hard time, instead of leaning on like productivity hacks or like um, trying to hype myself up or affirmations, like, you know, you are enough. You are great enough. And in a moment where I'm like, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not fulfilling every single role I possibly could take it to God because he ultimately he actually deeply cares about me and wants what best, what is best for me. And he wants to be my hype man. (laughs) And I don't need to do that for myself. I don't need to be enough. I don't need to expect other people to be enough because God is already enough for me. That's good, babe. Glad you remember too, because it just, boop, boop. Those go together. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was good. Oh my gosh, we took such a long break from the podcast. I'm sweating right now. Really? Are you about to cry? I, I am. Why did I say that? You're not supposed to be that person. <laughs> well, I was gonna I was gonna tell myself, but also I feel um I don't Hi. know. I get I get really nervous. Like when we first started the podcast, I know I do this, but something about the podcast just made me really nervous. And the fact that I have to recount things and I don't want to make it hard on anybody to edit. I'm like, Ugh. and then also now that I'm on video, typically I would sneak away, go grab my notebook to 
read what I had written down. Well, typically, but yeah, you will. Now I'm like, on video, so I'm like, I can't go and get what I need to remember my points. Well, Holy Spirit will bring it back to your remembrance. And I think that you said everything that you need to say. And yeah, that was, that was good. I'm so glad that you don't have your iPad. Because I, I mean, sometimes it's better to just not. Yeah. But then again, you are a journaler. I feel just a little bit of pressure. I don't know. I think it's just because it's the first episode back. Like. I think I don't feel anything because I'm not even looking at the camera and I should be. Oh, um, <laughs> hey. Hey, I forgot y'all was over there. Um, for me, can I start off with a, a recession and then a growth? Okay. So I don't know when we're going to announce this, but eventually we're going to. But I'm, we're about four weeks deep into this thing, right? And I've noticed with... Me, I get like super hardcore, super restrictive, super like compartmentalized. I want every T crossed, every I dotted. Perfectionist whenever I start something new. Some of you guys who remember the earlier podcast episodes remember when I was keto for 20 hours. And keto is a restrictive diet, no carbs. Um, and I did it and I almost went to ketosis and then I ended up in a carb coma. So that's kind of my personality. If I'm going to do something, I want to do it, like do it, do it. And we've been in this thing, doing this thing for the past four weeks and everything's been great. Peachy keen. And it's involved me reading my Bible every day and just 15 minutes, you know, not a lot, not a lot of time. Sometimes I get carried away and I go further, but, um, this invited me reading my Bible and I've been doing great y'all. This is on some new year's resolution type stuff. Been doing <laughs> great. But the past couple weeks, I noticed myself starting to slack and I created a little plan of, uh, the direction I want to go and how much I want to read in my Bible every day and where I want to be like at the end of the month, I'm actually looking at it right now. But more important than the plan, it's the devotion to doing it and what the Holy Spirit is teaching me as I'm spending time in the word, learning about our Lord, our Father, and how I'm being transformed in that process of daily devotion to him. And if I'm being honest, I'm the type of person that is a binger. Like I can binge Bible. I can binge Netflix. I just binge. I can do that when I'm like super interested in something, I'm not the type of person that will be consistent in small things. I know someone who is. This is reading first Samuel. Like what can you really say to her? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like first one in the door of heaven right here. Um, not, not me, not me. Um, so I've been consistent, right? Two weeks, read my Bible 15 minutes and I'm seeing uh, how I'm able to meditate on the word and just how much I'm able to remember. And honestly, like how God is able to use the devotions that I'm doing daily in situations that I end up in, like counseling a barber and their relationship or um, just encouraging someone. These opportunities are just happening. I don't think that it's coincidence. What do you think that the biggest character change you've seen? My biggest character change that I'm attributing to one, getting closer to 25, but also through reading my Bible is my total and utter dependence on God um, but also a greater reverence for his word because I'm the type where if you've ever heard my testimony, I always was convinced that 
the reason that I believe in God is because there's a good philosophical argument and scientific argument. And I guess I kind of always like assumed it, but never really knew. But like, I didn't, I don't know if I ever had like a really high view of the Bible, like as authoritative, as uh, sufficient, as inerrant. And if you do have a high view of the Bible, then like reading his word, like every, everything ends there. Like God said it, that settles it. And that's what, you know, kept me wanting to read my Bible for those two weeks. I'm like, oh man, this is it. Like this is gas. And Kyra and I had read a book about that. Um, the inerrancy of God's word and all that. We'll probably share it later. So I'm on that high and then boom, into this dip for three weeks where I'm still get like, instead of reading my Bible every day for the 15 minutes, sometimes I'll skip a day and then I'll do 30. Mm. Like, oh, I didn't do get caught in that. I didn't do 15 yesterday. I'm gonna do 30 today. And then I'll skip the weekend because I'm going to church on Sunday anyway. (laughs) And then Saturday was the Sabbath for us. So like, come on now. So now I got to do 45. Ironically, you're supposed to be resting in God on the Sabbath. <laughs> so, I, so I got backed up a few, a few days and I just got punched in the mouth as I had to sit for an hour and like make up this progress. Have to, you know, get to. And it just don't hit the same. So I'm learning now that it's way better to just have consistent time with the Lord than it is to just binge him that it's way better to focus on how he's changing you. And when I look at this text and see, okay, what am I supposed to learn from it rather than what what problem do I have with this? Or what does this prove? How am I going to be able to just use this to share on a podcast or to share with someone like God, like, Lord, what do you want me to know from this? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's what I'm learning. I think that you asked a question about character. Were you talking about God's character? Or were you talking about no, mine? I was talking about yours. Oh, I was <laughs> like, oh, I totally just went a little narcissist on Kyrie. Uh, second, secondly, um, I read like three or four books this month or last month. No, this month. I'm, I'm, I'm at three this month. Again, now I'm doing this thing of like, oh, numbers. It's not even about the numbers because most of these books were like not, probably not even 100 pages. So it's not, this is not a flex. But I've gotten some great lessons from them. Uh, the first one that I read is called um, "Who Not How." Child, y'all don't know we was we we got snowed in, and I don't do TikTok, but on YouTube they have YouTube Shorts, and I hate it. Like I resent YouTube Shorts. But I clicked on one of a guy I know, and he recommended this book, and I read it. And pretty sure I read it in the day on Audible. What well, we should sponsor in the video, but they're not. And this book, I don't want to say totally changed my life because this is something that I have known. But boy, let me tell you, I, again, y'all heard how I was. I'm the type of person that I always want to do stuff by myself. I'm super restrictive. Like, I'm going to put my nose to the grind. So, like, I'm going to grind it out. But this book is going totally against that premise. And it's saying for every how, for everything that you want to do, everything that you want to accomplish, for every how, how does this get done? Find a who who can do that better than you. And that's it. You don't even need to read the whole 200 and something page book. That's it. Whenever Kalen has a how, whenever Kalen has a business idea, whenever Kalen has something creative that he wants to do, does Kalen, A, take three months to go learn the skill, or B, call the person who already has the skill and have them do it for me? 
the other thing that it brings up that I'll never forget is, you know, money, it doesn't solve everything. Um, it won't make you happy. It won't pull you out of the depression. Like it can change your life, but there's a hedonic adaption. There's a lifestyle inflation. Like that, it, it's not, it can't be your God, right? You can't serve God in man. But money, if you have the money to solve a problem, you don't have a problem. If it can be solved by paying someone to do it, by paying to get it done, you don't have a problem. Or paying for the software, to, you don't got a problem. And that's something that I took away from that. The other book that I read is called The Go-Giver. And it's actually kind of like a parable, a fictitious little story of a guy who's like super driven. Um, he's a salesman. He's trying to make a lot of money. And he's trying to get this account that if he gets this account and he sells it, uh, this the, the product to whatever this person is, um, he's going to be set for life, like cash out. But he needs to be introduced to this person. So he asks somebody in his office to introduce him. The guy in his office sends him to uh, this guy. And he basically embarks on this journey where he learns these principles that totally change his life, um, totally change him from being a person who is just super into their goals, super into like making money, super selfish, really, and transforms this person into the type of person who is first focused on giving. Going back to the inerrancy of the Bible, uh, the wisdom of the Lord or of the world is foolishness to God, but the wisdom of God is foolishness to the world. I think it's so funny when self-help and personal development books embark on timeless principles that God has already set in stone. The book is literally called The Go-Giver. And Jesus literally says that it's better for a man to give to receive than to receive. Like, this stuff ain't new. <laughs> so, to the person who would much, like me sometimes, who'd much rather read the personal development book so that they can learn and be transformed by the personal development book with productivity and everything. Why don't you just go to the Bible, look at its principles and how that can change your life? Because that is literally God's word. That is set in stone. That is truth. Anything that you read from those books anyway that doesn't align with that should be th thrown out. So that's what I've learned. Mm -hmm. They really cherish God's word and then to look for God's truths in um, secular books and personal right. development. Well, I also think it's funny too, because I also see a lot of principles from like the world that I'm like, oh, that's funny. Cause that's actually biblical, mm -hmm. but they've like, oh no, this is like productivity one-on-one. And I'm like, no, actually, honey, that's from the Bible. <laughs> Literally nothing. Like, that new predates us. That's right. not a new idea. Maybe swearing is so novel. I'll be swearing it's novel, but I, I some things are novel when you first discover it. It's like, oh, you know, you don't know what you don't know. It's kind of, it's cool. I guess, they be thinking that they're innovating with these ideas. Oh yeah, they ain't they ain't bringing nothing new. Nobody is. I guess the I think the fourth thing then for us maybe three for you. I was three for me too. Me. The third for us I think is I notice a, a confidence in you that you're getting as you consume more information, and it's not necessarily because the books that you're reading necessarily contain things that are innovative and brand new, but I think because you know your Bible. And you're able to recognize God's truths in them, but you're still learning about like, like you just have your head in the sand and you're just in the Bible. You have no mm -hmm. clue what's going on in the culture. I think that you're getting a holistic approach of information and how to um, process it biblically. And I see it changing your confidence. 
like four or five years ago, you would not have been able to sit up here in this podcast with that camera looking at you Mm -hmm. and talk about what you just talked about. Yeah. I also think a lot of it is age. I feel like, I don't know if it's because I'm going to turn 25 this year, but I just, something's different. Mm. I feel like even with you. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I, it kind of freaks me out, but like in the past month, I'm like, who is this man? I guess it's scientific. They say that a guy doesn't stop developing or growing or something until like 25. Oh, really? Yeah. And apparently it's like the, what is it? The cerebral cortex of the brain. Oh, I knew that about the brain. Yeah. Which affects decision-making, consistency, stability, that type of stuff. So like now I'm finding, I mean, I am coming off of a season of just total all over the placeness. And if I'm being totally, totally honest, I'm still kind of all over the place, not necessarily in my thinking. It's just the way that I approach thoughts is I make decisions by taking bets on what's going to possibly go to the best outcome. But I do, I do feel like you've been a lot slower to make decisions and I feel like you've been, I feel like more level headed. Thank you. I also feel like you've been very nice. Nice. Yes. Like very sweet. I think that I have less to think about because all of the things, all of the decisions or all of the things that I would have had to consider in order to make decisions, I've tried and they failed fast, Mm. fast, which is another principle that I believe is like important is like failing fast. But the way that my brain works is I'm always having ideas. But like lately, it's like I've had that many. It's just like now I've had the consistency to like try them out, to test them out. I guess really the audacity and the confidence to try them out. But then my my confidence just gets that gut punch when it doesn't work out. And I'm like, dang, that was a good idea. Well, then I also feel like there's been a lot of things that have come up and it's like, you're like, oh, I could do this, but I'm not going to. I feel like you've learned that lesson mm. of like, just because I can do it does not mean that I should. We need that on a shirt because we'd be saying that all the time on this yeah. podcast. But anywho, y'all, um, this wasn't even really supposed to be an episode. This is actually supposed to be like a test episode with this um, new set that we have. Let us know if y'all like this. Um, we have tons and tons of segment segments on this podcast that we think that you guys would absolutely love and adore. And we're really just so just excited to continue growing with y'all now in a new form, in a new place. If y'all have any suggestions, if I ever have anything that y'all want to send us for us to talk about, just let us know and, and we will. Um, hopefully y'all end up seeing this episode. If you don't, then it wasn't very, it didn't look very good. <laughs> You have anything you want to say? No. Hey, y'all. Thanks for watching. Gotta go pick up our, pick up our kids. Thanks for watching, y'all. And as we always say, let's, let's keep, keep growing, growing together. together.